Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I want both Matt Hancock and Isabel Oakshot to lose. I wish that was an option. At the moment, it's like... Bubonic plague, cholera, which one do you prefer? Neither, actually. I could do without them both. Um, as we watch the bubonic plague and cholera wrestle it out, though, I think it's worth talking about what this actually means. An attempt, I think a very sinister attempt to revise history. Now, Matt Hancock is an, an idiot. I've already gone into that in my last video. What on earth was he thinking, giving tens of thousands of WhatsApp messages, including those belonging to other people, other people's messages, to Isabel Oakeshott, of all people. And in terms of Isabel Oakeshott violating number one rule of being a journalist, like you protect your sources, she claims there's a public interest. There is, in theory. Uh, we want transparency about what the government did. We have about 200,000 dead people um, in this country because of their mishandling of the pandemic. But I would say Isabel Oakeshott has a very clear interest, which isn't about, as she talks about it, public inquiry, being a whitewash, could take years, which I agree with that. But she clearly has and I'm going to have to repeat what Matt Hancock says, an anti-lockdown agenda. Let's just listen to what she said. Why write a partial and selective account of COVID with Matt Hancock uh, and then breach his confidence, break a non-disclosure agreement and write an account that contradicts the account that you wrote in the first place? Well, first of all, the account that I helped him write is his account. Uh, I fully discharged my responsibilities to Matt Hancock. Together, we produced a book that made a fantastic impact. It was a book that he wanted. I well, didn't leave anything out. Responsibilities. You I... actually broke a written legal agreement, a non-disclosure agreement, not to reveal the contents. My, of my responsibilities, having finished that book with him, are now to the public interest. Did the, you break, the public did you break interest, an NDA? I mean, that's a matter of public okay. record. And did the, the Telegraph pay you The far more important. The, the public interest is far more important. Did the Telegraph pay you I'm for a messages? working journalist. So they did pay you for the I'm messages. a working journalist. They did not pay me for the messages. I've been helping the Daily Telegraph with the investigation. You'll see that I've been writing stories for the Daily Telegraph. Just for clarity, because it is important. In other words, they didn't pay you a sum to receive the messages, I'm not going to but they get, pay you I'm for your writing. I'm not going to get into any Understood. arrangement I have as a journalist. OK, well, money is partially, arguably, a motive. Your belief that uh, seriously, there things... Seriously, anyone who thinks I did this for money must be utterly insane. This is about the millions of people, every one of us in this country, that were adversely affected by the catastrophic decisions to lock down this country repeatedly, often on the flimsiest of evidence for political and reasons. Yet you helped Matt Hancock write a book justifying uh, all why, those very decisions. Why? Because I wanted to get to the ago. truth of it. Well, yes, quite but you're now telling us you didn't quite get Quite successful as it turned out. Well, in it did, didn't book. I? Well, she's giving it away there at the end there, isn't she? Her motives, which is what she regards as the catastrophic decisions to lock people down in this country. Now, let's be clear, lockdown was an evil. It, of course it was. Eight million people live alone in this country, and many of them were condemned to horrible amounts of solitude. There were people with mental health issues, people with drug addictions, um, 
you know, people I'm close to suffered during lockdown. You know, it had an economic impact on people. Let's not pretend these things weren't genuine problems that we shouldn't discuss. During the crisis, I wrote about the mental health impacts of lockdown on people. But the point was it was a lesser evil for a time than COVID itself. After a while, it became a, a greater evil. I didn't support lockdown measures, for example, in Christmas 2021 when others did as Omicron surged. But this is so important to talk about because what the likes of Isabel Oakeshot are trying to push is the idea that the government were too interventionist, that they took COVID too seriously, if you like, that they took too many measures to try and contain a virus, which has killed, as I've said, 200,000 people and led to the worst peacetime excess deaths since the Spanish flu um, over 100 years ago. It wasn't the government's overzealousness, overzealotry even, or whatever, that led us to this catastrophe. It was their failure to act. We were, we were firstly unprepared. This is why we need to just spell out what happened. I'm going to do this as quickly and succinctly as I can. We were left unprepared for the pandemic because the NHS had been underfunded and left understaffed. Even Jeremy Hunt had to admit, he, have to, he of course served as health secretary, that he failed to address the understaffing. So we had an NHS which had the longest squeeze um, in its uh, budget as a proportion of the economy under since it was founded under David Cameron and George Osborne. And then you had an ageing population on top of that and a care home crisis, a care, social care crisis. All of that was putting pressure on the NHS. So it was a very exposed to a pandemic when it actually uh, happened. Then we had, when it was clear we were going to be hit by this, uh, you know, the pandemic was raging in China. It started to go elsewhere, like South Korea, South Africa. I'm sure you'll remember those slightly bizarre few weeks. Um, Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Boris Johnson missed Cobra meetings. These are the emergency meetings to plan. The Prime Minister wasn't turning up, which shows how badly the government was treating the whole crisis as it was happening. At PPE, we didn't, well, we had PPE stocks, but we ended up exporting them to China rather than thinking about preparing for what would happen here. You ended up with NH staff improvising with bin bags. We ended up with PPE uh, during a mass scramble, which was unusable. That led to a scandal with the Tory VIP lane, where f people who happened to be pretty close to the Tories, or even Tory peers, ended up with lucrative contracts, big question marks over there, including ongoing 
investigations, which obviously I don't want to prejudice. But nonetheless, that was clearly a huge scandal, um, which involved vast amounts of taxpayers' money going on PPE that was not usable. Now, communications. Boris Johnson was supposed to be this great communicator. Um, but we could see this, the bungled cons, which was so important in a pandemic, cru crucial in a pandemic, how you communicate with the people to prepare for a massive health emergency. And you had Boris Johnson going around shaking hands and boasting of shaking hands in hospitals um, when obviously there was a massive COVID pandemic ripping through them. Um, we locked down too late in March 2020. Now, if we'd locked down earlier, one report suggested we could have saved 20,000 lives. Do you remember we had Cheltenham Festival, we had Liverpool versus Atletico Madrid. Obviously, big, mass events which allowed the transmission um, of the virus. If we were going to lock down, it's better to lock down earlier because the earlier you lock down, the less chance the virus has to circulate and therefore to cause pressure on the NHS and to kill people. Care homes, the failure to test vulnerable patients before they went to care homes, seeding a sector, a very vulnerable sector with the virus and leading to one in 14 care home patients dying um, in a um, in the first three months of the pandemic. You had the likes of Eat Out to Help Out. I mean, you look back at that now, Rishi Sunat, what were you thinking? Were you high? Uh, in which the government incentivized people to go in, inside and uh, and eat food by with these discounts. I, I do have to eat out to help out now, by the way. They should definitely introduce that when there isn't a... Uh, massive raging pandemic happening. Um, you got then again, uh, September 2020, SAGE, the obviously the, the key advisory body of scientists, said that the government should do a circuit breaker. That was overruled, not least because Rishi Sunak um, invited anti-lockdown people to number 11 to advise against locking down um, in September. So what happened then? Well, the virus went on the rampage and in the end we had to lock down for longer. We had a lockdown in November and then ended up trashing Christmas, not least because the, the more the virus circulated, the more likely variants were to emerge. And of course, we got what was known, known as the Kent variant or the Alpha variant as it was later known. Uh, and that ruined Christmas for, for everyone. Now, maybe Christmas would have been ruined anyway, but the virus would not have been so rampant if we'd had an earlier lockdown rather than a later lockdown, which then has to be longer and more restrictive. Do you remember all the messing around with travel corridors and not testing people coming from various countries? I mean, that itself was just a nonsense. The test and trace app um, and, and, and test and trace generally, the huge amounts of money spent on that with big question marks about the, particularly the app, about the impact, Co you know, contract tracing, which failed to reach huge numbers of people. Look, these were all you know, the failure to lock down quickly enough, the failure to get PPE, the failure to have an NHS that was functioning uh, and prepared, uh, the, the the failure to take the emergency seriously. All of these, or care homes, I could go on, I mean, I, I have gone on. All of these are what led to this disaster. And the reason I say this is because it's an attempt to rewrite history by the likes of the Daily Telegraph and the right-wing media to make it out like the government did too much, that lockdown was the problem, that we shouldn't have locked down, that this was all based on hysteria, but it wasn't. We have 200,000 deaths because of those government errors. Errors? I mean, a lot of it was ideological. They didn't want to shut down the economy because they feared the impact on big business, and big business, of course, what funds them. But that's the truth. And they. this is all now what Isabel Oakeshaw and The Telegraph are trying to do, is to rewrite history. They're not, in my opinion, my view, they're not doing this because they think 
this is for the good of the country and we'll finally get the truth of what happened. They want to push the idea that lockdown shouldn't have happened or that it went too far and that's not the reality. And it's so important we don't allow the right to rewrite the history of COVID and the pandemic and the national tragedy that befell this country. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you soon.